Well, Rob, your your accent, holy cow! I haven't heard a New Zealand accent in a very long time. <laughs> Hi, my name's Cartoon Penguin, and I'm a part of Shocknet's development team, and I listen to One Up Gaming podcast. Take your certified badass when you play. I bang with one up gaming. I bang with one up gaming. I bang with one up gaming. Drop more hits once I'm famous. The best, that's what our aim is. All platforms, what your game is. To the leaderboards, I'm coming. See me in a shooter, I can promise I'll be gunning. When I hit the music, I swear I'm gonna run it. Can't take one up, you can try, but we done it. Let's go. And we're back, it's 1UP Gaming, it's our podcast, it's episode 148, yeah, it's a lot. It's me, David, and we've got Zach as well. Hello everyone, we're back. Oh, you two people. It's just, just the two of us today, yeah. Um, plus the two people listening, you know. And plus the two people <laughs> listening, yeah, of course. Um, I'm really, I, I've just been informed by David that my um, typing is... Uh, loud on the podcast and i'm really really um sort of aware of that and i want to type something but i can't do some terrified <laughs> <laughs> is your microphone right next to the your laptop isn't it yeah it is yeah because i don't think it my microphone picks up like my microphone it's only like a good i mean i can hear my pc fan through my headphones but the microphone doesn't pick it up oh okay yeah which is weird but like my microphone's on a separate table to the keyboard, so it might not vibrate as much. Oh shit! No. Oh, <laughs> I just it hit still, the It still doesn't matter if you hit it. Against it the just, yeah, that's just boom mic thing, whatever it's called, pop shield. Pop shield. That what the hell's one? a boom mic? A boom mic. <laughs> that is a thing. <laughs> Isn't that the thing you hold? I don't like, know. Covered, covered in little fur. Oh, God, where's this going? So, I guess I am going to start off with just a quick little story. Now, I got the Dark Souls 3 press kit a good two, three weeks ago now. I've been playing it on and off. It's... Now that I've worked out that if you click in the stick, you lock onto an enemy. You can block and stuff now. yeah. But that's the problem when you don't get instructions with the game, you know, you just, <laughs> and I've never played one before, so. I saw in my Facebook feed, like, last week, like, it had a thing someone had put on saying someone was selling Dark Souls 3 press kit, and they were getting, oh, really? and there was, it was up to £400. Oh, my life. And I just put a comment on there saying, oh, I wish I'd have known I'd have put mine on eBay. Didn't think no else of it, and then... 
when was this? On the sixth, so just two days ago, I got an email from the Namco Bandai. No, sorry, it's Bandai oh, no. Namco now, isn't it? Yeah. I got an email from them, basically saying from their PR person, Gareth Bag. Gareth Bag. Yeah. As in B A G. B A G G. B A G G. Yeah. My bad. I apologise the uh, the epicness of his bag. Yeah, so the email says, Hi, David. It has come to our attention that a Glasgow-based journalist is selling a Dark Souls 3 press kit on eBay. Oh, no. If you are involved, then I'd recommend you remove it from eBay immediately. (laughs) We take this thing very seriously at Bandai Namco, so please consider this a fair warning. If this is sold and it turns out you were involved, then this will result in an immediate termination of any relationship between us and your publication. <laughs> Fantastic. So I emailed back saying, what? <laughs> no, I just emailed back saying, no, this is my e- eBay account. I haven't used it in months. <laughs> but they haven't Fair sent enough. an email back to say sorry for whatever. All right, yeah. Oh. Git. <laughs> See, I th- when you told me you received a nice email, I genuinely thought that you was going to get a nice email. <laughs> but yeah, oh dear. Yeah. 400 pounds though, in my life, that's a lot. Yeah, that's why you, I've sort of put as a joke, I wish I'd have known I'd have sold man. You know, it's not as if I was, I mean, I don't know, do you use eBay? Um, I use it a little bit, um. It's just the hassle of packing it all up, taking yeah. it to a post oh, yeah. office. I never, and... I never sell anything on eBay. I, I once, when I first um, worked for the company I work for now as an intern, I um, basically had the role of selling all the useless equipment in the company. <laughs> and, oh my god, it was one of the worst things I've ever. I had, I literally got into an argument with a man from Holland <laughs> because I had um, the the eBay account I was using. Um, it had a pay. It was pe- being paid by PayPal, but the PayPal account I was given wasn't the one linked to the eBay account. Mm-hmm. So when the money got paid, um, on the PayPal account it said there was no money in, but obviously it was the wrong PayPal account. So I was saying to this guy, "Look, you've not sent me the money. You've got to have sent me the money." And with this massive argument, it was really stupid. That's good. <laughs> but yeah, that's my that's my eBay story. I mean, that's why I don't really like giving out prizes on podcasts and websites and stuff. I mean, I've still got, I think it was Dead Island, I don't know if it was the original or Riptide. I've still got about five of those big, thick, like 15 pound, you know, full colour guides to them. Because I just couldn't be bothered to wrap them up and put them in a parcel. (laughs) Yeah. People get, people, people like review stuff as well. Because it's just another version of the game. They want that, that red and white disc, just for the sake of having it. Um, I yeah. know that because I've bought my favourite album oh, ever. Is, is it red on, and white? As a review disc. You what? Is it red and white on the PlayStation 4? Oh, it is, yeah. Are they different on Xbox? On Xbox, I think they're just black and white. All oh, right. Now, on PlayStation, yeah, on PlayStation. Do they come with an actual case? Do they come with, like, a, on a, the... a regular game case? Wait, wait, wait. I will just turn my webcam on for Zachary, just quickly to show him what... <laughs> so, oh there, I've clicked on webcam, but nothing's really popped up yet. Oh, well, it doesn't look like it's working. Y- oh, yeah, it's just uh, 
black screen. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well. My webcam, the light didn't pop on, you know, to say it was coming on. No. Oh, well. Anyway, anyone that doesn't know, PlayStation 4 comes in a tiny little jewel case, like a CD single. Yeah. And the disc, <clears throat> as I've just found out, is red and white, which I, I, I assumed it was just black and white. I don't really look at the things that much. Um, but yeah, they look really cheap and tacky. The yeah, they do, yeah. Xbox One, they come in a full, proper Xbox One case. The disc is just black and white. It's got promotional disc, not for resale. But, it, you know, it's like the full game. And the game itself, the back cover's identical. But the front is faded and it's got promotional copy scrawled across the front of it. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Which you sometimes see them in CEX for sale, so obviously they don't care. Yeah. But well, I guess after, like, once the game's out, like... No, 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 it, no it's, cares, pr- right? it's promotional, it shouldn't be for sale. I know, I know, but, like, one, to, a, to a company, like, once their game's out, I'm sure they don't give a fuck. Well, of, see, of course it makes a huge difference before the game comes out. Well, no, no, said, it's, it's the fact that the game was given to you for free, you should not be selling it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you shouldn't. No, that's why I, I'm starting to do like competitions to give these away because you can give them away, but you can't sell them. Yeah, but yeah, review stuff. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> so, might not be getting any more from Bandai Namco either. <laughs> yeah, you've you seem to really annoy them <laughs> by by commenting. <laughs> oh God, that was making a joke. Yeah, I just thought, oh, it'd be funny. I'll just let you, you know, sort of do that. Yeah. I'm just looking at my recording software and it just looks as though something weird's flashing up on screen, but it's just... Do you know when something catches your eye shiny in the corner? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I guess I will just go on and sort of say what I've been playing this week then. Wait, 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 wait. David, oh, what have you been playing? Oh. There we go. Sorry, I was... <laughs> getting ahead of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I, t- I, I really need to get this album side, but no one's helping oh, me yeah. with the name of the songs. <laughs> I'm so bad. When I'm listening to them, I'm like, this song is a song. <laughs> I'm not very good at associating um, the music because I associate games with the, t- the, the, the albums I was listening to at the time in terms of like actual bands. So I remember playing... Um, whenever I think of uh, Battlefield Bad Company 2, I think of an EP by a band called Young Guns because I played that constantly whilst I was playing it. <laughs> or vice versa, when I listen to that album or EP, I, I think of Battlefield Bad Company 2. And that's all I'm ever associating with video games is whatever I was listening to at the time, which that, is bad. Okay. <laughs> the enthusiasm there was amazing, David. Yeah. So, did you also understand the email that I sent out about the podcast uh, sort of syndicate series, or whatever you want to call it? So, from what I understand, you're like trying to do like some kind of audiobook, and you have everyone being a character, and everyone's just going to speak and be a character, and we're going to make like a, a program, I guess. Basically, the. I was at work the other day, and someone that I work with sort of... 
we were talking about The Walking Dead, and he says, oh, have you heard of this podcast? It's called We're Alive, a zombie survival story. And basically, it's just like 15, 20-minute episodes, and each episode, it's just like they've just recorded an episode of The Walking Dead, and they've just put it up as a podcast. Okay. (laughs) And... Basically, what I'm thinking of doing is, because we've all got microphones, we've all got a bit of technical... No, well, no, we don't. We both... Well, we all kind of know what we're doing. And Ish. what I was thinking of doing is, because I can't afford the $60,000 to pay to get a 10-minute animation made. Yeah. yeah so I was just thinking, if we sort of do the so-called animated series, but record it all audio-only and put it up as a, a podcast sort of series. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then see how that sort of goes. And that way we don't need to get permission off other people's to use their games because we're not using their games or assets or anything. We're just describing things. Yeah. Ooh, look at that big beach cool. ball. I was reading the script Beachful. for the first episode and it was quite funny. You, were you laughing at yourself? <laughs> well, no, it, I was... The first episode, it's in Block Story. It, it's got a, a bit in there where you, you go to buy some stuff and you work out that you don't have any money because you're in a video game. And the character sort of says, oh, unfortunately, I left my wallet in my other Voxel trousers. Right. Something, something like that. I can't remember now. But it's because I... All those sort of games are all like voxel based, like Minecraft and that. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was quite funny, but that's me. <laughs> anyway, I think we should maybe go and talk about some games. Shall we? Yeah. Maybe. Go for it. Why not? So, David, hit, hit me. What have you been playing? I put Dark Souls 3 down for a little bit and I picked up Dirt Rally. Picked it up because they sent it to me to review. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of had to yeah yeah and i just thought although dark souls people i think people are putting reviews out already which is yeah, weird because they are it, it, it really... sucks because if it just feels like people are rushing it for but, the sake of rushing it and then also if you give it a good score people won't question it because it's already a popular franchise yeah but the thing is i got a a, a letter with the case saying the big update doesn't go until this date. We would appreciate it if you don't review it until after that goes live. You can preview it all you want, but don't review it. Or we ask you not to review it, sort of thing. And yeah. that only I only got that update this morning. Yeah, people people want views, don't they? Do you know what I mean? People want them views. So, was it an actual embargo? Or was it just asking you? No, it was not just to do it, it was just asking you not to. But after, yeah. I, I think after it all came out that you could actually download it on the Xbox One by doing a dodgy thing with the Japanese release. Oh right, okay, yeah. I think it was just like, yeah, technically it's already out, but please don't talk about it. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, so Dirt Rally, it Dirt Rally. I don't know if you remember it or if you've ever played it or ever seen it. Do you know the original Xbox? When the original it, Xbox. When it yeah. launched, it had a game 
that was the developer now makes some of the biggest first person shooters, the Battlefield games. Right. Dice. They actually made a game called Rally Sport Challenge. Rally Sport Challenge? Um, I don't think I remember it, no. And I really enjoyed that game. That was the first game I ever bought for my Xbox. Nice. And <laughs> the only reason why I bought it is because in the UK, I knew the guy who owned the shop. And because the Rally Sport Challenge was a first... Actually, I think Microsoft published it, but it was, it was like a second-party game sort of thing. Okay. Basically, they released that game on... It, they all were to come out on the Thursday or whenever the Xbox launched. But the guy in the shop got that game and the console on the Monday. And he drove round to where I was working that night, because I used to do a lot of the late nights. And he drove round and basically dropped off the game and the console. Right. And so I managed to get it like a week early. But the Halo game wasn't actually in until that Thursday due to demand. <laughs> they were just waiting until get it out that day sort of thing. Yeah. So I had the, that game a few days early and it was really good. It actually had individual blades of grass which you'd never seen before. That must have been huge. It was. I remember that was huge on FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a massive deal. But this Dirt Rally game, it I know it's been around quite a while on the PC because it was like early access and... Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, that malarkey. But it's just literally come out, I think, a couple of days ago on the Xbox and PS4. It seems a little bit light on content at the moment, but <laughs> once you dig into it, it's not, you know, it's actually got a lot more in than what it looks. Okay. On the title screen, it just says like career mode, online mode, and single challenge sort of mode. Yeah. But once you go into like career mode, it's got like the 1960s, the 1980s, the 2000s, the turbo cars and modern day cars or, or the WRC challenge and it's got all the other options built in within that sort of drop down and it does remind me so much of Rally Sport Challenge I mean I don't did you like Dirt 2 and Dirt 3? Um, I can't say I played much of them I've pl- I played Dirt 2 I don't think I ever played Dirt 3 um, I thought they're okay I, they're not particularly my kind of games I don't particularly enjoy the rally stuff it's a little bit I just find it a little bit tedious like going around corners in certain fashions it's just not my thing because I mean the Dirt 2 it changed the the game so much by it was more of a you against three others all the time on the track okay yeah and you changed cars you were like in like 4x4s like buggy sort of things and trucks, whatever you want to call them. Whereas this one, it's going right back to the proper rally point-to-point single car on the track sort of routes. So it's in my review that I put out, it was basically Dirt 2 and Dirt 3 went all American. You know, went... Right. (laughs) All loud music, fireworks and, you know, lights and... Everything, whereas this one, it's gone back to Wales on a muddy afternoon. Which, for a rally game, I think it suits it better. But, okay. I mean, I, I love the game. It feels really good. It plays really well. 
Oh, okay then. It took me a bit of time to get used to the handling. I mean, at first, I mean, the first level it puts you out on, it's like a bloody hill climb stage where one side of you is always like a cliff face and the track's really bumpy. So you can't get no speed because you're bouncing all over. And if you miss time a corner slightly, you go straight off the side of a cliff. Oh. (laughs) And that, I I could not do that. I was like last on all three stages. And then the next one, it went to Monaco. And it was a bit snow and ice, but it was like a proper real flat track, like a road. And because of that, I actually managed to get like first and second on the stages because you could actually just go flat out and handbrake around the corners. Right, yeah. You know, so it just... I think they maybe should have started off a bit easier than the actual really (laughs) stupid hill climb stage (laughs) because when you're playing, it's like, oh, my God. You know, you just see yourself, like, flying off the edge of a cliff, like, no. But you do get loads of achievements straight away because, like, you get, like, achievements for, like, doing front flips and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. So you're encouraged to just, like, go crazy and well, throw yourself off a little bit. Well, it's supposed to be like a sim sort of game. Oh, okay, yeah. But I liked the damage as well, because I actually got a flat tyre, and you can still race at trying to get through as fast as you can, but it affects your handling. And okay. basically, you can try and go through. If it's the last few hundred metres, just just blitz it, try and get through. But if it's at the start of the stage, you have to break, stop completely, and then like it says press Y to fix the tyre. So you just press the Y button. It instantly just fixes the tyre, but it says it's added like one minute to your time. Oh, okay. I was about to say, is it instantly just like, oh, yep, there's your tyre fixed, gone, gone. You know, so I also, on one of the stages, I, I clipped a post, and like when I looked... Like from the, you know, when you look at the, look behind you sort of thing, but when you're out of the car, so you see the car. Oh, okay, yeah. There was a a whole wheel missing from the front. Oh. (laughs) So I just scraped along and I couldn't turn one way. That was quite fun. But yeah, I'd recommend it. It's a really good little game. Codemasters, they do, I guess, what I miss is the, I've never really been a big Colin McRae sort of like dirt like rally fan, yeah. I, I used to like the Toka sort of games. Oh, I, I remember Toka, yeah. Oh my god! And that that evolved into like Race Driver or whatever it's called. I mean, what was the last one that they released? Was that Ra- Race Driver or something? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there was one. I mean, I, I think I've got it on my PC. I think I don't know. I think it was on the uh, in the Steam sale, really cheap. But yeah, that was. So, moving ever so slightly on, I got sent a game which I emailed them and they sent us some codes. So, first free giveaway, anyone that sends us any questions that we can use, I will pick out and maybe use some for next week for the podcast. So, any random questions you want, anything in particular, anything about VR, anything about games, future, past, present... The Holy Ghost, Spirit, and but 
send us questions to contact at wallopgaming.co.uk and we'll send you out a free copy of Track Day Manager. So I turned it on. I had a quick go. The review came... The, yeah, I'll try and say that again. <laughs> we reviewed the game. I don't think the developers were too pleased. I had an interview booked in this morning and unfortunately I emailed off to them and I haven't heard nothing back from them for the last few days. So, But I have to say, it's quite a simple sort of game, but I quite enjoy that. You know, It's not proper deep. It's literally... You buy your car, and I think I've got like a Aston Martin sort of car, and you upgrade tires, brakes, suspension, all that stuff like you normally do in racing games. Mm-hmm. But as you go into the game itself, it's like a top-down view. So it, it reminds me of like a micro machine sort of thing, but it's all realistic sort of track and that. Okay. And yeah. you've got like a buttons at the bottom of the screen. One that one that says overtake left, one that says overtake right, one that says put your foot down, one that says stick behind the person in front, one that's use the ERS system for a turbo, one that's don't let them overtake, and one that's like use something else. And basically, you don't control the car, you just press the buttons to tell the driver what to do. Because you're a manager. You're managing the the driver in the car. Yeah. And it's actually quite fun. You know, it's... Basically, you're just sat watching this little tiny car run around the track. And my first race, I think I finished 12th out of 12. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was clicking random buttons. (laughs) And (laughs) the second race, I finished 4th. Which I thought was an improvement. I can see myself actually sitting. It's one of those games that. I mean, have you ever seen the iOS game that I think it's called Motorsport Manager? I did. I've played that. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of that, but just like right, maybe okay. a little bit more technically. It's a got more, a bit, a bit more, more to, it. to it. Yeah. Yeah. But it reminds me of that kind of game. You know, where you don't really do yeah. a lot. You just click a button and see what yeah. happens. From what I understand, it's multiplayer only. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> that was a weird yes, is that? It's yes, but if you didn't if it didn't say, you wouldn't know. Right, okay. Cuz it's you just basically click like race and then it has a countdown, like a minute countdown or something. While you're setting your car up and you press okay. And then mm-hmm. it just loads up the race. Yeah. And it's just got... I mean, you can tell how people take things serious because they've got, like, proper, like, Jaguar XRJ racing sort of weird names like that. And I've just got mm-hmm. a blur DC. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, every single person had, like, racing or something stupid at the end of their names. And it was quite funny. But... So from what I gather, there's got like a little chat box in the bottom corner, but I didn't use it. And you can't, it just looks like you're playing against a computer, but I guess everyone could be online, but you never know. 
again, it's a game that I had, re- I had real good fun. I thought I'd put a 10-minute video up on YouTube, and I recorded about 35 minutes, I think. So that's up on our YouTube channel. I got that up. Okay, yeah. And I guess the last game that I've played, we can both sort of comment on it, because it's the platinum demo for Final Fantasy Fifteen. <laughs> yeah. And <clears throat> I will say one thing. People are starting to get really good at using the Unreal Engine 4. Is this the engine you hate? Yes. <laughs> because in every game I've played on Unreal Engine 4, the, it might not be as bad now, but last year... Originally, yeah. Every game, it looked nice, apart from the textured popping like a minute after it should do. Yeah. And the camera movement just felt so Basic. It was like a game from like 15 years ago. It had no weight to the camera. It just swung around randomly. <laughs> That's a really strange thing. I've never heard anyone describe the weight of the camera before. <laughs> Wait. But it's a fair point. It's a fair point. You know, it doesn't... It, I guess another way to say it, the way... I, when I say weight, I mean... it. Do you know... Let's go back to the boom mic that I was talking about before. <laughs> yeah. Like, that... <laughs> Because it's on a long pole and the microphone's at the end, you probably have to have a, a counterbalancing weight at this end to keep it yeah. steady and moving. It, on these Unreal Engine games, it looks like there's no weight at that end and they're just swinging it madly left and right. Right, okay, yeah. You know, it's not smooth or... It just doesn't feel right. It just feels really basic, like an old PS1 sort of game. It looked fabulous. It does. It looks amazing. It looked really good. You can't take that away from it. It's just, I didn't know it was going to be a, basically a play just like the... Uh, everyone's going to hate me because I don't know the name of the game, but that Disney <laughs> role-playing game. What? Um, <laughs> God, I can't remember what it's called either. Um, the one with the kid with the key? Yes. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called either. God. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts, that's the one. I knew it was Kingdom. I knew Kingdom was there, but yeah. You know, it reminds me of that where it's just a, a simple button, 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 you know, like combo-based yeah, system. Yeah, it's just like, when I was playing it, I originally thought it was going to be like the massive demo that came with um, Final Fantasy Type-0 HD. Yeah, the one. So it was like a huge it, demo that came with it. And that, yeah. um, but it's just like, there's no, there was nothing to that demo that made me think I should get this game. There was no, like, everything was teased so much that there was, that nothing was teased, if that makes sense. Hmm. I, I don't feel like I'm, I, I don't feel like Final Fantasy is going to give me anything if that, if that demo is representative of the, of the full game. I don't think it is. I don't think it is either, which really annoys me. Because <laughs> I wasted, like, it wasn't even that long, like half an hour, probably? Half an hour, yeah, 40 it minutes? Yeah, it weren't long. Um, I mean, even, even I completed it, for God's the sake. The combat, like, the... The combat was so basic, and I know that... The thing is, I know that the game will get a lot more complex than it shows in the demo. But that demo was there... That demo is there to convince me to buy that game, and that it, actually completely it, turned it me failed. off the game. It, it, yeah, it was just like... I was just going around beating some like weird little lizard creatures who don't really fight back. Um, it's got, like... the it's, it's like the combat is 
based around the fact that you're holding a button and then you're like using loads of different special abilities, but there's no special abilities. So all you're doing is holding a button. So it makes the combat look really simple and boring. And yeah, it was, and like the focus on having, you're supposed to have like a little party so that you can flick around and everything and uh, use the different talents of each um, member. But again, there's only one character in it. So it doesn't show off that either. <laughs> it was just really, it was just really frustrating. It was just a really, really, really annoying demo. That's what I thought. But I mean, we, me and Zach were talking before, and I listened to a, a lot of podcasts because I work night shifts, so we're allowed to listen to whatever we want during the night. So I basically downloaded hundreds of podcasts, and I just listened to a load. And yeah. again, I don't want to be overcritical, but a lot of the American podcasts i listen to all the people are saying oh my god the fighting mechanics are so great they're amazing and then they're going on about how the game is so good so and then they're also saying that everyone on their comments board and all their fans are tweeting them saying that the game is amazing it's made them really want to play the game and and they're all saying that the game's going to be absolutely massive but that to me makes it sound as though they're being paid because that was <laughs> unless uh, horrible. Obviously, obviously um, a lot of these people have probably played the, the that secret demo, that not secret demo, the like the demo that came with Type Zero, yeah, so they but, can use that as well. Then they're probably not specifically talking about because if they are specifically talking about the demo that that wide release demo, the platinum demo. Yeah, but they they named it as that, and then they they went through all the details of that game, of that demo. In that case, that's just silly. Um, If they are specifically talking about that demo, that's ridiculous because it it just it's just again it's just so frustrating because I feel like the combat probably is really good when you have all of the elements there, but the only element provided in the demo is holding the circle button or whatever the attack button was. Um, and like dodging a bit, the the the, the, the boss at the end, which is like semi Dark Souls, which is really weird. <laughs> um, it, it was quite difficult actually. I, I died a few times actually. Did you? Um, I say died. I, I lost all my health. Then was walking around like really like hurt, and then I walked up to the little fluffy thing and he healed me. I, I didn't know you could do that because I didn't really get hit. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I I was just like the. The, I felt the dodging was a little bit weird, but that might that might be because I, um, did, I didn't do dodge. I just hit it. I just hit it to it. Perhaps I'm just really bad at it <laughs> <laughs> because I really I found it quite difficult that last bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, altogether I thought like and there was all the um it was a, obviously it's a dream sequence like the kids asleep and you're like going through his mind. Um, Did you enjoy the when you got into the car? <clears throat> that actually, that actually mildly amused me. I quite like that bit. <laughs> I thought it was just, quite funny, but it handled it was, atrociously. It was, oh no, yeah, it was. Obvi- and yeah, again, yeah. the camera was so bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it did handle awfully, but thankfully, all you're doing is just driving forward, so I don't think it really mattered that much. But yeah, it was mildly. It was pretty amusing when it happened. Um, I think I thought that whole bit with like you was in the huge house with everything bigger than you. I thought that was quite cool. Um, but again, like when you was going through it, enemies would spawn and then you was like attacking them and it was just like, I don't want to be doing this. 
I would actually have preferred it if it didn't have any of the combat in it. If I'm perfectly honest, keep the actually keep the keep the bit at the end because that was quite. I, I say quite entertaining. It was um, competent, but all that bit where you're fighting level one nightmares, it's just like I can fuck off. That was rubbish. I, I mean. I've never been a fan. I mean, I've played a couple of the Kingdom Hearts games and I just thought they were so basic and rubbish. I've never liked them. <laughs> and to me, this seems like it might have been the engine that they were making for Kingdom Hearts 3 and then thought, oh, shit, we better get Final Fantasy out quick and just swapped out the palette, you know, the, the characters. And But yeah. it's got a couple of months yet. We'll, we'll have to see what happens. But so far, yeah. it looks like- bad. When I watched people play the um, the other demo, it looked a lot more exciting and a lot more engaging. So I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be a fine game. Um, but what gets but me if, is if if we was to base if that demo came out before like playthroughs or that other demo, it would get slated. I think. I mean, the problem is the game's been in development for basically ten years now. Oh, yes, it's been and they released that first demo, and then they said, oh, we're going to do some patches for the demo. I said, no, finish the game. <laughs> and now they've released another demo. And then they're also making a movie and an animated cartoon series that, technically speaking, you have to buy a $250 box set to get the sixth episode yeah. they're releasing episode 1, 2, 3, 4 and 5 free on YouTube but episode 6 exclusive to the box set really? yes well, that's really weird but of course their, as marketing, soon as... stra- their marketing strategy is just com- all over the place it's just <laughs> so weird I, mean, I, I think the company itself must be proper crippled because I mean Oh yeah, they're, they're throwing money at this. They are really throwing it. Um, and from what I've heard, if the game doesn't sell ten, yeah, it's ten million, 10 copies, million isn't it? copies. Yeah, that's insane. Which is like that's mm. a lot. That's a lot of copies. Like, it really is. I mean, well, that, I'm sure that that's got to be worldwide. Obviously, um, I think I don't think it's unrealistic. It could do it. But it's still a lot of copies. That is a lot of copies. <laughs> but, I mean, I will say one thing. I, I don't know about you, Zach, but the last couple of years, I've been so annoyed with the rise of, like, Twitter and things like that because, I mean, look at Star Wars. The last sort of few months before the release of Star Wars, it was like, oh, my God, I don't care. Just Every two seconds was Star Wars that, Star Wars this, Star Wars something else. <laughs> I mean, that was probably me, to be honest. I, I, I love Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, but you uh, but, get what I mean, though. It's... Oh, yeah, marketing campaigns are, are, are crazy now, especially on social, social media. Um, social media in itself is kind of turning into one big advert. Um, but, like, from what they can... T- the thing is, like, that from what anyone can tell, putting money into putting money into these marketing campaigns seems to work, because well, I'm, sure, I'm assuming that then gets through to people, like casual gamers who who not really they just kind of like go into a game store and be like, oh, so what's that today? Oh, I've heard about that game. Might as well drop thirty quid on it. Why not? 
they're probably looking for that market really um, with those marketing campaigns and it seems to work so can't really argue with it to be honest <laughs> that's my view yeah but ass it is annoying it is incredibly annoying yeah I hate things anyway so <laughs> hate the world not the world just the people within it yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fair. That's fair. People are idiots. Anyway, Zach, while I just try and breathe, what have you been doing this week? Try and breathe. <laughs> so I guess I might as well just start and just moan about moan about not not moan about. Um, talk about the fact that I went to EGX Res yesterday, which was which was Thursday, um, in London, where um, basically had like a game develop a festival thing where everyone, they, all the developers come together and show off their new games that they're releasing over the next year or so. Um, it's mainly aimed at like indie games and smaller companies, but I mean like Dark Final Souls 3 Fantasy was there. 15 there. Final Fantasy 15 wasn't there. <laughs> um, Quantum Break was there. That's probably the biggest. Quantum Break? Yeah, I'd give, Quantum Break's probably bigger than Dark Souls, I, I imagine. So, um, but that's already out. I know, it's already out, but, you know, why not? Uh, why not then again, I remember, people, why play it? I went somewhere, <laughs> and it was like, standing in line to play the latest, uh, this was about six months before Mario Kart and all those like, Nintendo games came out, and it was like, standing in line to play a game that's not due out for another six months, for half an hour. Or go stand in another line for half an hour and play like last year's Call of Duty. So, <laughs> but the queues were the same sort of size. It's like, why the hell would you queue right. up to play a game that's like six months old? Yeah. Surely yes. enough, if you were that eager to play, you'd have bought it. <laughs> no, I don't know. I remember going at EGX in Birmingham. I played Metal Gear Solid, even though I'd already owned it and completed it. <laughs> Well, you wanted to make yourself look good, didn't you? They just wanted to. I just went over. I was just like, I'm just going to play a bit of Metal Gear Solid because it's fantastic. <laughs> um, but, strange, uh, strange. Man. Yeah, so I played. I played. I played Quantum Break, um, which I actually really liked. That was, was it quite good? Was it on actually. the PC or the Xbox? It was on both. I played the PC version, I think. Um, yeah, I'm fairly certain it was the PC version. Um, the demo they had was, I, I think, I assume it's the first level. Like, so you go to meet, like, the man from Game of Thrones. And then... Yeah, then he, he gets... And then he doubles. <laughs> and then um, the guy from Lord of the Rings turns up, Mer- Merry. Yeah, yeah, brother. Yeah, and then the thing blows up, then you get time powers, then yeah. he gets kidnapped, then you rescue him. Yeah. That's what I got to do. Um, yeah, that's the first level. So I got to skip the intro bit because some dude like he got through that main story bit then as the shooting started he got bored <laughs> <laughs> so the guy was like oh are you going he was like yeah so then the guy was like oh, you've been standing there for a while you know what's going on do you just want to play this bit i was like yes please i don't want to go through the story i just want to play the game <laughs> so then i shot some people slowed down time it was great i had a great I actually had a lot of fun with it um i'm kind of tempted to buy it actually um, i tell you I think it's been getting a lot of negative press, and I think it's actually a really good game. Yeah, from from that if that from that first level, um, if cause there was some like the combat was quite good. 
Um, the only problem I had with it to be like super critical was I don't know about I don't know if it's just me, but I found it really hard to aim the gun. <laughs> like when I was aiming at someone, if I was aiming slightly to the left, I would try to to aim right, and the camera would just like fling to the other side of him. And I found it really hard to sort of get the fine aiming going. But that might that might just be me. I can't really put that down to the game. Um, but the combat was fine. There was a puzzle in it where um, with the the scissor lift. Do you remember that bit? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I won't. I won't quote unquote spoil it for anyone who wants to play with it because it it actually um, when I got to it I was looking I was like oh this is a puzzle right let's do this puzzle and it took me about a minute to work it out but it was it was quite it was a simple puzzle but it was it it stopped me enough to think about it and sort of question everything and then eventually solve it which was good enough for me that's what I kind of breaks up the gameplay a little bit um, the time stuff is really cool it's quite inventive. Um, the the bullet there's a bullet shield mechanic which I thought was a little bit um uh what's the word more? I, I thought I didn't think that was particularly original but it was but it's still quite cool I liked that you could you, you could you need stop it at the end of the people. game oh do you okay <laughs> yeah the main, I liked how you main. could just stop specific people and then shoot at them and then the bullets would stop and then when the time bubble disappears all the bullets would just fly into them that mm. was, I thought was really cool. Um, and it was like bullet dodge people also that again some of the podcasts I listened to were proper hypercritical about do you know when you kill the the last person within that group of enemies it has like a a slow-mo death animation Yeah. now I didn't see it as a slow-mo death animation I saw it as their sign to say that's the last enemy cleared you're now free to walk around without worry Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a fair point, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like what Batman does. Yeah, when you yeah, when you beat someone, then it, like, zooms around that last guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just so you know in yeah, your head it. that... Yeah, that's why they do it, yeah. It's clear, so you don't... But, yeah, anyway. Yeah, people can... Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was... I thought it was um, a, di- a pretty good game. I'd buy it if I had an Xbox. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to have to convince my brother to buy it now. Um, I mean, unfortunately, I think it's going to be one of those games where, in literally two months, it's going to be half price. Oh yeah, it's going to—it's one of those games that it will come and go so quickly. Um, and I quite like—I I quite like the idea of having like actual actors in video games, like um, as long as they can actually do it. It just adds because obviously um, voice actors are good, and there are a lot of good voice actors out there, but. I mean, some of them are rubbish. Some of them are god awful. And that, well, that's again, that's down to like recording your voice in a just a booth and trying to add emotions is very difficult. It's incredibly difficult. But having actual actors in the game kind of just, you know, it brings the quality up a little bit. I think. So it has that all those the three main actor people. And yeah, but I mean, I quite enjoy. I mean, it. I'll I'll just say this one thing again, talking about other podcasts that I listen to, which I don't know why I do. David's I, waging war on all podcasts. <laughs> but, I mean, to I'll, I'll say their point of view first, then I'll say my point of view, then I'll, I just want your opinion. Go for it. So basically, they were saying all the live-action cinematics of, uh, like, the 25-minute episodes, they all focus on the people at Monarch... And, you know, the evil corporation. Yeah, yeah, the evil bad guys, yeah. And it has, like, three 
different people that you're trying to... That it weaves in and out of the story. And they're saying... Sean Ashmore, who's the main good guy, you don't really see him in those sections. You know, and it's like... They don't see why... They're annoyed that you don't see the main character within that, you know, cinematic world. Okay. Right? But my opinion is... I want to play as much as I can as Sean Ashmore. The other thing's background, filling in the background story that you don't see. Yeah. So I appreciate it fills the world out more. Because I, if I was stood watching like a 20-minute thing and like in, a, in the middle of it, like a 10-minute action sequence kicks off, it's like I'd rather be playing it than watching it. Yeah, that's a fair point. So to me, I think it works better... You play as the main guy, get to a scene, it switches to try and fill in the backstory of what you've been doing without showing you, while showing what they're up to. So then you can go and do it in the next level to carry the story forward. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. But... Like, because as long as they, like, fill the story out of the main guy, like, in the, when you're actually playing, because that can happen. It doesn't mean, like, just because there's cinematic bits doesn't mean the action bits don't don't push the story on. Well, I mean, I don't know if you... I can't remember. It's that long ago since I've played it. I mean, it's literally come out two years ago or whatever, but it's that long ago since I've played it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if it's within the first couple of levels that you've played, but... Oh, there was no cinematics in... No, 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 not cinematics. I mean, bits where... You can't run, you're just walking and you're talking. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that in the game. Yeah, so that would, surely that would compute as the cinematic, like, storytelling. Yeah, that's basically Sean Ashmore's bit, where he's done voiceover to the character, talking, yeah. explaining what's happening and stuff. Yeah. But, I, I, again, I don't know if it's because, as I've said before, a lot of the American press have been super negative to the Xbox One in particular. And everyone just seems to have... Oh, yeah, the, the fact that it's Xbox One will probably boost the criticism as well, yeah. And I, I don't understand it, because to me, it was one of the best games I've played this year. Yeah, that's fair. But anyway, so carry on, Zach, sorry. Got a bit sidetracked. Um, I played Dark Souls 3. <laughs> Boo! Um, what did you reckon? Um, I liked it. It was very good. Um, I liked... I like the fact that the combat feels faster. Um, especially, I played like, through Dark Souls again, not not through it. I got a bit, I got a bit of the way in it and it got stuck. Um, <laughs> um, I, I went out, when I played that and then went to Dark Souls, played the Dark Souls 3 demo, it was it did feel a lot faster. It felt, uh, felt slightly more close to Bloodborne, um, except the fact you still need your shield. Um, a shield is very, very important in Dark Souls. Um, it beat the hell out of me. I thought it was very... It was like... It was a great bit where... I was walking... I can't... I, I have no idea when... What part of the game this is in. So I can't really give you any context... Apart from the fact it was set in like some kind of castle. And I was walking... Was there a, a dragon? There was a dragon, yes. There was a dragon. Yeah, that's the second so that's, level. Ah, oh, okay. That's, yeah, that's so where like, I'm at. There was a great <laughs> bit where... <laughs> there's a great bit where... I was standing like next to this there's a massive wall on my left with stairs going up it 
And then in, directly in front of me, there was a group of about five enemies. Yeah, and then the dragon breathes fire. And yeah, so I, I was like standing there. I was like, I don't really want to fight them. So I went up the stairs. Dragon appears, fires fire across that top layer. And I was like, shit. And I ran back down. Then he, the dragon did it on the lower bit, killed all the enemies. And I was like, oh shit, I better run back up again. So I ran back up again. <laughs> and then I was like standing there and the dragon like kind of kept breathing fire on both bits. And then I ran past him. And got past them, and I was like, "That was actually quite cool because I could have just fought those enemies, which would have been quite difficult because numbers are quite a huge thing." But like, it kind of the game attempted to punish me, but at the same time, I was able to um, change that into a bit of an advantage by clearing the path for me, and I, that was that was a good Dark Souls moment for me. So I'm really happy that happened. And then, like, I was feeling really good about myself. Then I went, I walked up to some enemy on a roof. It was like some like standard rubbish guy. Went to hit him in one hit, then he spawned like a massive arm and pummeled me to death. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that was that 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 joy I, I, went I very think quickly." That's as far as I've basically got. It, it's really that fits really difficult. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. The but the, the way I did it was when I ran up. I, second time, I got two lives. First time he killed me. The second time, I ran up to him and hit him so quickly that he was unable to transform, and killed him in one. So I was like, "Yes, victory." And then when you go past that bit. I found some like a huge fat guy with a massive halberd, and he just he, he just beat me to shit. And I was like, oh, <laughs> thanks. And then he was like, then the guy like running down was like, right, cool, you're off. And he took, he took control of me. I was like, late, thanks for playing. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> um, that there's a boss at the end of that section, which it, it looks really difficult. It looks really difficult. So have fun doing that. Thanks. Um, there was one guy, when I was queuing up, I was standing there and I'm like watching everyone play. And then some dude like rocks up next to me and he's like huffing and puffing and he's literally shaking. And I'm like, dude, are you okay? <laughs> and he's like, I just played Dark Souls 3 and I beat the boss. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay. <laughs> he's like, so he was like huffing and puffing. He's like, he's just done the marathon. He's like shaking and everything. He's like, I haven't eaten either. Oh my God, I need to eat something. Okay, Dark Souls three fans, everyone. <laughs> it was just really funny, <laughs> and then like the people, like the whole that were like standing, like just like uh, working there, uh, making sure everyone was getting their go. They were like hyping people up. You're gonna beat the boss, aren't you? You're gonna beat the boss. It was, <laughs> it was just really funny. <laughs> it was really <laughs> odd. Um, so Dark Souls three was really good. I played a game called The Assembly, um, which is a VR game. Um, and it's coming out on Xbox One, PS4, PC. Um, I used the Oculus Rift. D- is it DK2? Is that is that? Yeah, that's DK2? the second that's one. The sec- it's the second like, yeah. Yeah, version of it. Um, I'd never used a VR kit before, so I was like, I'm, I was, <laughs> I went. That was my goal when I went there. I was like, I'm going to play a VR game. That's all I want. I just want to play a VR game. So I played this game, which is more of a. It was. It wasn't really a game. It's more of a just like a an interactive experience or whatever you want to call it. Um, so it, it, basically I was just sitting in like a chair and then I was being like transported into different scenes, um, almost like as if the character was dreaming and then like abstract things were happening. And I was just looking around and stuff. Um, it, I liked it. It was, it was just like, <laughs> I literally went into the game knowing nothing about it and I've come out of the game knowing even less. <laughs> it was just the most abstract thing. It didn't make any sense. Um, so I can't really speak much about the game, but the VR, I'd never used a VR set before. So, um, 
I thought it was really cool. And I, I thought there was going to be a, a slight disconnect between my head movement and the, and the camera moving. But that didn't happen. No, that's, and I was actually quite that's amazed. quite good. The thing that is the disconnect for me is the fact that when you've got the headset on, it, you've got like where the screens are, you've got like little black around the screens it doesn't like fill your full vision yeah it doesn't fill your entire vision does it it uh, looks I like you're that... looking at stuff through like binoculars yeah 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 you can like, you see the black around your eyes yeah that that was a little bit um i guess hopefully that could they, could they fix that unless they literally put tvs on your eyes well no, no i that, mean all that, that all that they would have to do unless they put like curve the screen around yeah, your face they'd have to have yeah. like a, a curved I... screen and just like block middle off to have two separate little screens to have the two images for the three D effect. Yeah, that could work. You know, um, but I, mean, I think. But I mean, that would make it super exp- expensive, right? <laughs> technically, yes, because I, I think <laughs> the only bit of consumer electronics at the moment that's got curved glass is the Samsung Galaxy Edge sort of phones. Yeah. But yeah, uh, um, and of course the two grand TVs, you know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, there was also... The only other thing I found annoying... Well, there's two things I found a little bit annoying about it was obviously being so close to the screen, you can see the individual pixels. <laughs> um, so... If you think that's bad, wait till you see the PlayStation VR. Oh, really? Is it that bad? The difference is the Oculus Rift and the Vive... The Vive. Yep. They both have two separate screens per eye. Whereas the PlayStation, to keep costs down, it's just one screen split. Oh, okay. Right, So yeah. it's just like having a mobile phone stuck yeah. up. Like stuck at your face. Yeah. Oh, dear. So technically it's got more pixels, but because it's split, it's half as many. Yeah, okay. Um, and there was also there was a gap between my cheeks and the oculus rift itself so i could see a little light bar on the, on, at the bottom of my vision which was really it was quite um jarring actually because so i was looking around and then there's this little bit of so i can see my legs ever so slightly hmm. um but i guess i mean uh, you can you can um i didn't have much time to fix the thing to my face i kind of just put it on from what um, i've gathered that's basically there all the time is it really oh, okay, yeah because there's People, That's a little bit disconcerting. There's people on the internet that have got, do you know, night, um, not goggles, but do you know, like when you can't sleep, you put those night cap things on. Well, like cat flaps, not cat flaps. Um, it's just like a black face mask yeah, thing like, that you put yeah, on. Yeah, a mask, yeah, black mask thing. Basically, it's not called a cat flap. <laughs> I've seen them where they've put it on, but it's just on the lower of the nose going down. So when you put the Oculus okay. on, yeah. it basically covers... And it stops yeah. the white, the the light coming in at the bottom. Yeah. Oh, you could just it, sit in the dark. Oh, you could sit in the dark. Yeah. It is. It, it did kind of throw me off every now and then, um, especially if if like if in that bit I was like looking from my leg, which I was wearing black trousers, to the floor, which was dead white. So going across them, that sudden change in color kind of caught my attention a little bit. Uh, apart from that, I really enjoyed it. I really, I, I'm. I, I was always very excited about VR, but now I'm really excited about VR because <laughs> I've got a little taste of what it could be. On all um, these games announced for the VR, there's only a couple that have caught my eye, and oh yeah, they're not really what I would call a bit. VR games either. It's just I'm more excited for 
VR integration into games I already like more than anything. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I loved the... I know it was Connect, but Connect's integration into like the Forza games, where when you're in the first-person view, if you're tilted left and right, you're... You like looked left and right in the in the real in the game, oh okay, so cool. you could actually yeah. look in the wing mirrors, so I mean to me that's the next step is having a VR headset where you're playing the game as normal, but you can actually yeah, look exactly, around yeah. it. driving driving games would be perfect, yeah, I think that's what um, I'm looking forward to those sort of games yeah um i would I would really like like walking simulators imagine well, that's, a, that's a that's a doing for. Uh, wow, that would be really good, actually. Yeah, <laughs> um, walking simulators would be perfect for it, obviously, because you're just walking. Yeah. Like stuff like everybody's gone to the rapture. I love that game. Uh, I'd love to play again in VR. Um, what else did I get to play? I played like I played a game called Black Death, which is like an open MMO set in like um, like medieval ages when the plague's happening. Nice. And it's just like a you know like a Rust style game. You spawn as a character and you build up your life until eventually you die and then you start again and stuff, which it was quite cool. Um, I spoke to the developers and like the, it's being published by Green Man Gaming. So I was speaking to them just about, just like, about, about the game. By... Is published the right word or is it marketed? I guess it is. Mar- I guess it is being published. I don't know. So I, let me Google it quickly. <laughs> Cause I thought Green Man Gaming was just a star that, it is. But it is a store. Dodgy, but steam keys. Yeah, they. They. Um. It is a store, but I do think they help push games as well. Let's find out. I'm going onto the Steam page to see its publisher. <laughs> if it says Green Man Gaming, this could be funny. Uh, publisher Green Man Loaded, which I assume is Green Man Green Man Gaming. Yeah, I guess. Um. But yeah, they had like their own stand, and that was there. And then there was another game called. I can't remember, it was like left over, left behind or something. And it was like, it was a similar kind of game, except set in a, set in a, uh, a zombie world. It's kind of like Daisy mm. style thing. Um, that, that, uh, Black Death was quite cool. It bugged out a little bit, <laughs> which is funny. Um, I've played, um, a game called, I can't remember. Oh, the, the, Tur- the Turing test, which was like, sort of like a, um, a portal inspired physics puzzle game um and you had a little gun that could like sap electricity from certain um uh what's the word? electrical things and then you could plug it into other uh, appliances to make them work and it was set in like a spaceship um where the ai is trying to kill you basically so kind of like portal it's portal basically it's portal <laughs> um uh what else did i play i played um, a game called. Uh, do, you remember, do, you, do you remember I mentioned there was a game that was absolutely atrocious? Yes. Before the podcast, I played a game that was absolutely atro- atrocious. Oh, we're um, going there, was, are we? Yeah, we're going there. We're going there because it's just too funny not to, talk, to speak about. Um, they, they, to be fair, it's their own. It's their own fault for doing this. I played a game called Beyond Flesh and Blood, which is a third-person mech fighting game or mech suit game. Um, and I sat down playing it, um, and it, I kind of, it was just like I spawned into like some destroyed city. I was playing a robot. I was shooting things and I was like, you know what? I'm, you know, I'm a robot and I'm shooting things, making things blow up. I'm ripping people in half, literally. 
blood flying everywhere. I'm actually quite, it's not that bad. I'm quite enjoying this. It looked awful. Like <laughs> the, the resolution was atrocious. The frame rate was appalling. It was so bad. I'm fairly certain it dropped down to one frame per second. At some point, it must have. And um, the guy that was dem- was demoing it, he had like this, this like he had a little a long stall, and he had three TVs set up with the game running. The two on the left were running on Steam uh, PC PC builds, and the one I was playing, the one he gave me, was running on Xbox One. But he said to me it was a really it was like pre-alpha ge- like game, so it's like it's not been optimized at all. And then I was looking at the Steam one, and it looked it looked a lot better. It had a constant 30 frames per second frame rate, and the resolution was much better. And I'm sitting here playing this <laughs> horrifically ported version. And he, throughout the entire thing, he's going, "Oh, by the way, this is this is uh, very early. This is very early." And I was like, "Oh, really? Yes, yeah, really, yes, yeah, really early." And then in my head, I was like, "Then why are you letting me play this? Shouldn't you be letting me play the better version?" Um, but I wanted to continue playing the awful version because I'm a cynic. And I broke the game twice. <laughs> I fell through the floor at one point. And then um, there was one bit where <laughs> um, I was supposed to um, like hack something and then the thing would explode, revealing a path for me to walk through. But I didn't realise I had to hack this thing and I tried to jump over it and I got stuck in the wall. <laughs> and the guy, the guy came over to me was like, you know, you're not supposed to do that. You're actually supposed to hack this thing. And then I was like, oh, really? Yeah. But in my head, I was like, but... I didn't get that, therefore it's your fault. <laughs> um, it was quite an entertaining thing. It was just... Um, there, was, there was one really thing that annoys me about the game, apart from the frame rate and the resolution. Um, there's this annoying thing in games, I've realised, about hacking. Like, everything has a hacking mini-game. Um, which is fine. Like, mini-games are cool. But there are some games, like... Um, Beyond Flesh and Blood, where hacking is just holding a button for three seconds. And I hate that. I absolutely hate it. Because it's not really hacking, is it? It's accessing. It's opening. <laughs> there's, n- there's nothing hacking about it. It's just annoying. It's an annoying mini game where you're just being held up for three seconds just to pr- prolong that bit of the experience. And like there was one bit where, because um, you're in a mech suit, you need to cool down like these radio beacons to make sure that it functions in places where um, radio signals can't get to. Um, they sent that you so you was like, oh yeah, base, send me down a mech signal thing. So they sent a mech signal thing, but then you still had to hack it, even though it's your own piece of technology. That really annoyed me. That f- it was just insane. Um, so I'm, I apologise if you are a developer listening to this and are working on Beyond Flesh and Blood, but I played... A, I, I understand that it was a really early version of the game on Xbox One, but you really shouldn't have been showing the very early version of the Xbox One. <laughs> you should have just had three set up on the, play, on the PC, and I would have had a much better experience. Actually, no, not a much better experience, because I still had a fantastic experience, because I played <laughs> it. It was, it was just a hilarious... Um, I played for 20 minutes as well. I stuck with it. I didn't just like play and go, oh, this shit, and left. I, I gave it a fair shot. Um, uh, what else did I play? I also played... Um, I played a game called Masquerade, which is like a uh, a top-down isometric um, game where 
you're like um, walking around the world, then you find some enemies, then it enters combat combat phase, and then like you have a team and you can pause time to tell people to do specific um, instructions, then you just like hold the mouse button and attack, and you have like hotkeys for all your special abilities and stuff. That was that looked quite cool. It had a nice little co- sort of comic book style art art thing going on. Um, I didn't get to speak to developers because I was quite interested in the game, so I'm going to see if um, when I'm going to look into that game a bit more because I want to play some more of that. Um, there's nothing, I can't remember if there's anything else of note. I played a game called Everspace, which is like a flight, a space flight sim, um, which is quite was quite cool. Um, it was basically the game sells itself as being like um, a space sim where all of the really technical sim stuff. Is kind of taken out just so just to allow you to kind of enjoy the whole roaming through space element, which I really like because I played I played um, that what was the Elite Dangerous? That's the one, and I I've played it for hours, but you know what? I've done fuck all in it because I getting from A to B is so difficult. It it, it literally takes. Did about you an hour. ever try Rebel Galaxy? No, I didn't. I, didn't I would actually. recommend that. Oh yeah, I should play it's that. It's just so fun. Yeah, sometimes yeah, sometimes that's what that's where like Sims sort of cross the line for me. I can't be bothered with actual game like a, a reality esque game. I can't deal with it because I just want to be I want to be saving the universe, bro. That's what I want to do. <laughs> um, was there anything else I I particularly enjoyed? I don't think so. I played stuff like I played a prison, prison architect, which was quite amusing. Um, a game called I Want to Be Human, which was just like a side-scrolling shoot 'em up thing. It was okay. Um, no, I think that was that's generally. Oh no, no, I can't know. Oh, oh, I did see some some people playing. Um, they had like HTC. The hey, is it the HTC Vive? Is that what it is? Yeah, they had they had like a massive tech bit where you could like people were trying out. Um, the headset and they had just like various demos and stuff and I was watching someone play it uh, you couldn't play it at the time because I think you had to pre-book it and when I went to speak to the desk they were like yeah you can't there's no way you're going to play this sorry and I was like oh sauce. but um, I went to watch some guy play it and there was this one <laughs> demo where they were basically just there was just like someone sitting there with a computer and they were going okay now you're going to do this now you're going to do that and you just kept teleporting them into different scenarios and one of them was called Job Simulator and some dude was, he spawned, they spawned in like an office space and he's standing there in his little square with a computer, a printer, a coffee machine and stuff. And he's sort of just pressing buttons. He's just like having a laugh. And um, <laughs> next to him, um, this like floating tray comes along with like donuts and co- and mugs to fill, fill up his coffee, uh, to f- use on the coffee machine. And he's standing there, he's laughing to himself and he's opening and closing the donut box. <laughs> And then the lady goes, oh, by the way, you can eat the donuts. And he's like, what? So he picks up the donut and he lifts it to his face. And he, he in real life, opened his mouth and ate the donut. And then in the game, it disappeared. And it was the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and he, like, chewed like, in real life. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> and then he, like, he like picked up the donuts and was, like, throwing them around, which is quite funny. He's, like, healing to himself. This also, remember, like, he I, don't, I assume he has no idea he's being watched at this point because it's supposed to be, like, a private viewing bit, but they opened the doors where, um, to the uh, to the thing, so I was just, I just snuck through and just watched. And um, 
<laughs> he got a coffee mug and he lifted it. He, he picked it up, put it on the coffee machine, pressed the button. Cool. He got his milk. He put the milk in. He put he put sugar in it, which I loved because he probably has put he probably likes sugar in his coffee. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> and he lifts it to his face and he sips it. <laughs> and he goes. Uh, but then he ca- accidentally downs the entire thing. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> it was just so funny. It was just like he's completely lost in this job simulator world. And he's just eating donuts and drinking coffee. And he's actually doing it in real life. And it's, it, was just, it was just so funny. It was so good. That's, that's, that's what I... That's sort of the joy of VR. It's just like you can completely forget yourself and just do whatever. Um, I think that's a, that was pretty much all of the highlights. Nothing else... Uh, those queues the queues are just horrific in the, in places like that um, yeah that was that was my experience at EGX I think I tell you what while we were talking about VR stuff I want to pitch you a game idea go on then you, you might have seen it on the document okay I, I can't remember <laughs> but the early working tile is called this game is shit VR this game is shit VR, right? Basically, it's like your walking simulators sort of thing. Yeah. But it's a sit-down simulator. And sit-down simulator. When, it, when you start the game, you have to be sat down in a chair and you are sat down, your, your arms are tied up against the chair arms, you're in the chair, you can't sort of move, you, you can look around left and right, up and down. And it all looks like photorealistic, like a like an old castle, like like a prison sort of thing. It's all locked up. Yeah. And nothing happens for about ten minutes. You just sat there, and then all of a sudden, someone, either a woman or a man or whatever, yeah, you just see him sort of like walk in, sort of like come behind you, stand up, so you have to look right, tilt your head right back up to see him. Yeah. And next thing you... T- <laughs> oh, God. Next thing you know is when you tilt your head back, they're actually... <laughs> they're just doing a dump on your head. <laughs> oh, my life. <laughs> on your head. So you just put your head back and it just... Brown trickles all down the screen and, and that's it. It just comes up saying, this game is shit. I mean... <laughs> Fantastic idea. <laughs> I think if I struggled to get it anyway. <laughs> Apart from Steam Greenlight. <laughs> I think something like that would probably be really popular though. Be really popular. Are you imagine if I <laughs> make you a millionaire? Hey Gran, Gran, come see. <laughs> Gran <laughs> like, oh, ah! <laughs> Oh my life. Just some shit on her head. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, I think we'll go to some news. News, 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 news. What news does thou have, O oh Lord? Nought news. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what news? So, first up, I'm not going to go into any details, but it looks as though... Well, it doesn't look as though... Nintendo have sacked uh, oh, Treehouse yeah. Exec... Or whatever you want to call him, the Allison Rap. Yeah. Who, I think... 
I don't even know what the hell she... I've never even heard of her before, to be honest. <laughs> so why are we doing it? Because <laughs> it's been in, in all the news. It's just been in the news. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Have you heard of her? I, I knew of her. I knew very little about her. I'd never heard of her. I just um, looked at some pictures she was, and... Was she, she, was like a, she was like a community manager or something? Yeah. Like interacting with the fans, like just to get them rolled up. Rah, rah. <laughs> buying all the stuff. Um, she said some odd things on Twitter, um, which got her a little bit in trouble. Um, she, I think she did say that what she said was a little bit odd. I think she kind of could have worded it a little bit better. Um, but I think maybe sacking it might be a little bit too far. Um, uh, well, they did say that she was they they sacking her on something something different, didn't they? They said she was what's the term moonlighting? Well, I mean, when from, you have another job or something. From what I can gather. It looked as though what she said on Twitter was not game related. So they sacked her. And <laughs> that was maybe six months ago. And then she offhandedly made a comment about Do you know the Oh god, the Fate game, three DS game. The role playing game. No. I do not. It's the game that's got three games in one, but you have to buy them all separate, sort of thing. I, I have no idea what this is. It's a big, uh, massive Nintendo see. franchise. <laughs> but I can't remember <laughs> the name mi- of it because I, I don't like it. I completely missed this. I completely missed this. A fate? Would you say Fates game? It, it's Summit Summit Fates. Oh, is it? Um. Oh, um. I know which one you're talking about. Uh, Fire Emblem. Yes. It's Fire Emblem, yeah. Sorry, I thought I thought <laughs> I thought you I thought Fates was like in the name, like as in like the actual like f- like Fire Emblem. I thought it was something Fates, but no, it's Fire it's Fire Emblem Fates. Yeah, yeah, cool. Basically, there was things in that in the Japanese version that the translators to the American version wanted to take out, and she basically said that she wanted to yeah, keep the stuff in. Yeah, yeah. And then she met, she was making she was talking about like um, sexuality and stuff like that on Twitter, yeah, which got her in trouble and stuff. And from what I could gather, a lot of the people were like, "We wanted to keep those games in because you're basically taking out all the stuff that makes Nintendo games Nintendo. So these games mm-hmm. aren't really Nintendo games anymore." They somehow got into their head that she was the one who removed it and yeah yeah the people that, were but... accusing her of like they're kind of scapegoating her for some reason yeah uh, yeah it was all it's all a bit of a mess really it's sort of false accusations and, and once they started doing that then all of a sudden hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people were digging at all her old stuff to find loads of right. stuff that she'd done in the past right but as she was saying if you have thousands of people looking at all your back history, then surely you'll, anyone can find something that's wrong. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think Nintendo's taken the coward's way out and just, we can't deal with this any longer. Yeah, the, to them, to them, it's bad plus publicity, right? So yeah. they'll just remove So it. I think they've just paid her off and said... Thank you. I don't think they've even paid her off. I think they just flout. Just no. I think they have to have paid, paid her off because she's not because she's she's fighting back against it, isn't she? I d- 
Again, I don't know. Because she's claiming, um, I think she's, I don't know, I, I might I might be um, sort of misunderstanding everything, but I think she's accusing um, Nintendo of act, making her a scapegoat and basically um, uh, sexism. Yeah, because, I mean, I know that... I don't think she would be that, I don't think she'd be that vocal if um, she was paid off, like, surely she would just go. <laughs> yeah, but... I don't... It, it's... It's a minefield, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because like, we've only yes. got... Nintendo are a very stubborn... We'll be next, we'll be next day, this. A very stubborn organisation. And then we've got her, who... I mean, I have never seen her perform. But from the pictures I have seen, she seems to look like a lot of the really annoying early 20-somethings... Who are going about Pokemon <laughs> way too much, but that might just be me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to not comment on anything. No. Okay. So yes, yeah, so Alison Rap. Yeah. It sucks. It's it's a it's a stupid situation, really. Yeah, but I mean, it's again we're going down to this social media thing where it's I don't, I just don't like how it's all going now. Yes, it's all character driven as well, isn't it? Yeah. Like, um, obviously, when it comes to people like uh, Alison Rapp, she was hired because she was charismatic, because she could, she was she was an active influence on social media, and as are so so many community managers. And like, eventually, it's, it's kind of like um, you're selling a you're selling a product not based on the product. You're selling it on um, sort of false merit in a way. You're kind of just leading them to buying something just because you said so. Mm. Which kind of sucks. Um, but at the same time, I sh- people must enjoy them. I don't know. I don't know. It's the same as, like, the, like tweet, tweet pie well. and all that sort of stuff. It's like, they get millions of views. People watch all this. It's like, I'd rather just watch someone play the game without any voiceover. Yeah, but again, like that's just like they don't play. They well, obviously they do play because they're playing video games. But the, any any fan of PewDiePie is watching PewDiePie because it's PewDiePie. Um, is it wrong that I actually thought it was a woman? <laughs> Why did you think it was a woman? Because I just thought that name sounds very feminine. PewDiePie. So he says his name at the beginning of his videos. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I've PewDiePie. ever watched anything that he's done. <laughs> I d- I'm not gonna lie. I do kind of, I do find him quite entertaining. I can't watch like a whole video. I can't do that. <laughs> I just can't. I mean, because I'm not, and I'm not a big fan of watching other people play video games. Really, I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was PewDiePie or if it was someone else that was a big streamer, but their sponsors got very nervous because it came out like maybe a year or so ago that the being very sort of like sexist and stuff in some of the videos they were doing. Oh, really? Who's that? I don't know. I don't know if it's PewDiePie or not. Yeah. You know, but... I mean, for, to be fair, to be fair to PewDiePie, I follow him on Twitter and everything. <laughs> I quite like him. He seems like a, an, an alright guy. He seems to keep his head out of trouble. and um, He seems... He's very. He's, he knows exactly what he's doing. Like he's not. He's not an idiot. But he's marketing himself really be, well as well. To be fair, I don't think. I don't, I'm sure it was him. There are. I have seen like cause there, a couple. I don't remember who it was. A couple of months. I know it must have been long, but it must be about half a year ago. I literally watched a Twitch streamer melt down and like completely destroy his entire life 
because he got into a, some argument with someone. Then he was like, um, he was ba- he basically just got a bit ego- egotistical and was like, "Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am?" And then some of the comments he made was like mildly racist, mm. and he just like people were like, "Dudes, you you can't do that because that's mildly racist." And then he was like, Dad, that's not racist. And he just got worse and worse. And he just kept releasing videos of him ranting. And then just every video just made it worse and worse and worse. I can't remember what his name is, but they, it does happen. I might watch them. They're, they're, they're really funny. I bet, um, I bet they've had a lot of views. Unfortunately as well, he's like the kind of guy who was like, I don't have girlfriends. I just want to go and fuck every girl out there because who wants relationships? Girls just take you down. And it's just like, well, dude, what are you talking about? i tell you what. <laughs> In one of my first sort of jobs, um, how long's Eve been going? Eve, oh my god! I mean, I think um, it was when that sort of first start sort of came out. So ten, twelve year ago now. Yeah, it's got to be like at least it's got to be ten years old. You know, and so I'd be about twenty, twenty three, four that sort of age, and he was only about nineteen, twenty. And he basically said that he came to work, did work, went home, went straight upstairs on the computer, turned Eve on, was just on Eve. And he said that his girlfriend, if he ever got one, would only be there just to bring him food while he was on Eve. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. So, it's just like, people, yeah, exactly. Like, the problem, and the problem is, like, these people. Uh, they because they, because they're so confident and charismatic they come as they come across as like cool and edgy to like a young audience so they get an audience mm. which is stupid and surprise surprise their entire audience is like 12 year old boys yeah who have similar stupid views who wear like nike um overalls their hats nike like, overalls nike. no no overalls is the wrong word <laughs> what am i thinking of i'm thinking of like uh, tracksuit sets. That's what I'm thinking of. Tracksuit sets. That's cool. Is that what you call a jumpsuit? A jumpsuit? No, not a jumpsuit. Oh, is that a onesie? Because that, that'd be a onesie, wouldn't it? I don't yeah. know. I mean... Anyway. But yeah. I mean, these people exist and they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Oculus Rift is Oculus technically Rift. out, but no one's actually getting them sent. Fantastic. So, the Oculus Rift sort of guy... Palmer, what is is it? Palmer, sweat Palmer. We really should do more research in these news items. <laughs> Look, I just like playing video games. <laughs> I just like playing video games. I mean, about it got so I, bad I he had to go on like a Reddit sort of thing and basically say, oh, "Really? Should I go on it now? See if I can find it." Nah. Oh, okay. I don't care. It's just gonna be a quick sentence, and he basically had to come on and sort of say that. Everyone will be getting emails within the next week or so about what's happening. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I just think they've had, like, some kind of manufacturing failure or something. There was rumours that there was some of the glass lenses, some of them failed, and then they had to ship them off from China, sort of thing. But you'd have thought that... I think what happened is they must have known when the HTC Vive was coming out and they just wanted to be out a week early, even though they didn't have none ready. Hmm. You know, just to get people's pre-orders down. Yeah. Cause that sucks. <laughs> also on that Reddit farm, it was where the the guy was talking about it. The H- people who had bought HTC Vive, they were putting up their pictures 
of their confirmation shipping email. You know, when he was right. saying, we're sorry, we'll get it sorted as soon as we can. And this, the other one, they're like, well, we're fine. Uh, oh, okay. You know, but that's where the extra $200 goes, isn't it? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, the Gears of War. Gears of War 4 is being confirmed as October the 11th. October the 11th? Oh, my life. And I don't know about you, but... This Gears of War, what from what they've said so far, it sounds quite interesting. Oh, it's all set during one night, and it's like more horror-based. Oh, really? Yeah. That's quite cool. That's quite cool, yeah. You know, so that's, it sounds a little bit different. But other than that, I guess they're, they're not really going to show much of it off until E3, which is like in another couple of months. And I think they'll have the big playable, you know, section... Yeah. But... So, are you a Gears of War fan? I am actually. I re- I've only played. I haven't played Judgment, but Jug- I Jugament. loved <laughs> J- Jugament. Jugament. <laughs> I've I really liked Gears of War One. Gears of War Two was I quite I quite liked. I thought it was okay. I really liked Gears of War Three's multiplayer. I played the shit out of the multiplayer. Um, I also quite like the single player stuff. It's, it's, I'm not going to lie, Gears of, War th- Gears of War is one of the best multiplayer shooters. I don't give a fuck. I've said it. That's it. Come at me. I was not a big fan. Oh yeah, you're not, you're not a big multiplayer fan, are you? <laughs> I mean, but I love I loved the multiplayer. Absolutely loved it. I could do Halo. I loved Halo. But Gears of War... I didn't... I don't think I ever played any of them online. Any of the Gears of War. Until the... Gears of War Anniversary one, whatever it was called. Yeah. And then I played that a little bit and it was like, no, it's not for me. Fair enough. I like it with simplicity. You literally, you spawn with a a machine gun and you spawn with a shotgun and that's it. There's no bullshit. The thing I didn't like is... Which I really liked. Against, like, single player stuff, the way the game's made and programmed, it it works. Because people try to come at you front on and that works. But in multiplayer, with a third-person game, people try to sneak up on you from the sides and the back, and because the camera's pulled out a bit further back, you don't see them. Whereas in first-person, it's a lot quicker yeah. to move around and look. And Yeah. there's a there, It does have... Um, like on the surface, Gears of War looks like a game where you're running around chainsawing people in half. And it is. But in the multiplayer, there is that kind of slight tactical aspect, and there is a... There is a way to play it, and once you once sort of you get your head around it, like that whole like people coming up from the side and behind you is just the most it's incredibly frustrating. But when like you have two teams sort of like understanding those kind of things, it's actually it's a really good sort of uh, it's a challenging game. So I would recommend going back on it, David. But I understand that you don't like multiplayer, so that's cool. I have got the Judgment game on my Xbox One backwards compatibility list thing. Whoa. So I might give that a go. Because it. it was made by people kind of flying. They were quite good. They were quite But next up, the rumours are God of War 4 is going to change its setting to be basically based in Greek mythology. Excuse me? What do you mean, excuse you? Wait, isn't it set, already set in Greek mythology? No. 
Which is who? Who's Loki in that? Is that Greek? Oh lo- no, Loki is um, uh, like Viking. Is it North? No- North, North, yeah, Norse mythology. Norse mythology. Sorry, yeah. yeah. It might be that then. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know to be honest. Now you got me questioning things because <laughs> he he fights because he's fighting the god of war. Um, I know Zeus, Ares, right? Zeus in Ares, that. Ares. He kills Zeus in that. Yeah. So and they're all Greek. Are they Greek? All oh, right. So if that that so uh, if they change if it changed to Norse mythology that would make sense. But they have done. They I mean they must have done to. They've done the whole Greek mythology stuff to death now, right? They've done three main games and like a, a seri- a, some little spin-offs. I mean, how many games can you make? I t- Why are some of these sites so rubbish? <laughs> Which one are you on? I've just quickly gone IGN. It won't even let me click on... Oh, Jesus Christ. Get... Oh, my God. How... Sl- do you please type in your... Se- no, it's still loading after like five... S- oh. Oh, God. The whole thing's crashed. <laughs> I mean, it's so bad, it's even crashed my bloody Zencaster. Oh, God, it's crashed my bloody... Um, whatever it's called. My... Oh, dear. Your, your computer. Well, I think everything's working. My recording software's working still. Oh, okay. The little red light's flashing on the recorder, but it's everything else has crashed in uh, Firefox, which is not good. So, anywho, I don't care. I mean, I don't, I don't know about you, but I've never been a big fan of Gears of not Gears of War, God of War. Um, I haven't played a game. Because I've actually got the so God of I War 3 comment. remastered version. Right, yeah. And I put it on, played it for a few minutes. And again, it looked like an early... Do you know when you saw like PS2 games being converted and upscaled onto like PC sort of games where... Yeah. It looks very basic, but very clean edges. Yeah, I... I think yeah, a lot of the people, a lot of the reviews sort of came out and said they doesn't look. They've literally just like upscaled it. Yeah, but also and then some other. It just looks a little bit stupid. Other reviews actually said that it it looks like like one of the best games they've ever seen. Really? Oh my god! Yeah, that's again. That was the other. That's the same place that slagged off Quantum Break. <laughs> Keeping tabs. But anyway. Fallout 4 is a BAFTA Game of the Year, for some reason. Fallout 4 is BAFTA Game of the Year. Um, which I... I was like, why, to be honest? I don't think it is. Um, who, who who really likes it? Is it Matt? Matt really likes it, doesn't he? I don't know. I can't... We had a, I, can't, I think we had... An, well, I'm trying to go back to our Game of the Year stuff, Yeah, I basically which said from I didn't mind. want it in the top ten um, list. <laughs> yeah. And someone else was saying, um, no, it has to be like number two or something. I, th- I think it was Matt. Uh, Matt really likes the game, which is fair. But I can't, I can't... I don't think it's... When I first played it, I was like, this is amazing. After about ten hours, I was like, you know what? This isn't as good as I thought it was. Um, it was. It's just so... There's, it, it hasn't improved enough, in my in my opinion, on the original, on Fallout 3. Um... 
I think, I mean, in some ways, I think Fallout New Vegas is actually better. And that was done by, it wasn't even by, done by Bethesda. It's just, yeah, it's just like, I feel, I still haven't scratched the story. Like, I have no idea what's going on. I think I was stuck, actually. But yeah, it's just like, I think of all the games that have come out, Fallout 4, it's just, I think it's, I think it's a safe, that's a safe win. I think there are better games out there. Yeah. But some of the, uh, some of the other game categories were quite interesting. Like, um, Her Story won a few awards. I think Life Strange won an award. Everybody's Gone to the Rapture won a few awards. I so tell like, you what, I actually played the, um, you just said the name of it. Life, Life Strange. Yep. I wasn't that impressed. No? It was okay, but... What did you like about it? Did you play the entire thing? No. I no. got bored after the first episode. <laughs> I quite... I've, I've played... I think I've only played the first episode as well. Um, but I quite like, I quite enjoyed it from what, from, from what I played. I mean, to me, it just it's just the same as another sort of Telltale game. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, there are a lot of those games around right now. It's hard to be like unique. It's very hard to be unique, actually, in that kind of field because they're quite limited in what they do. Mm. But um, I liked the whole um, like an action is done, and then you can rewind time, do it again, slightly different. I think that's then... what annoyed me. Oh, really? Especially with the first episode, because it was trying to tell you about the mechanic. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, select this, watch this whole thing for 10 minutes and then go back and watch it all. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I just quite, I quite liked it because it was like um, you get to see the immediate consequences or um, uh, what's the one before that, the bonuses of, of this decision. And then... But didn't they have the same sort of mechanic in Remember Me? I never played Remember Me. No, no one did. Um, but... Like you could just, you could see the those immediate benefits or consequences, and then see the other benefits and consequences. Then you had to weigh up how good they were. Then you had to decide what could happen in the future. And I thought it was like just like reinforcing the whole like um, decision making process, just sort of making it doubly hard. That's quite like that. Yeah, well, I don't I don't know how you feel, but I think the the last few years. Don't get me wrong, there's been some really good games, but there hasn't been any great games. Uh, we're in the midst of sequels. There's a lot of sequels at the moment, which kind of sucks. I, mean, I think the problem is, the first two years, there was nothing released really good for the new consoles. All the old consoles, all their games got killed off too early. PC... For some reason, the developers now don't like to optimise, so basically they're trying to make it for the best specs possible. And if you don't have a really good graphics card and loads of RAM and processor, you can't play them. And now it looks as though the Xbox One and the PS4, because they had really crap specs when they came out, they're getting left behind with all the PC stuff. Because if you play the Dark Souls game on PS4, which I've got, some of the scenes in it almost unplayable with stuttering, jarring. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a whole, it the whole like, day that, one patch system. It doesn't look really. that good either, really. I thought it looked quite good with the demo I played. Yeah. I think it, it looks a little bit grey. 
it looks a little bit tame on the colour scheme. Um, but it looks pretty decent. Well, I think I think we'll end it there. It's been a a, a nice lengthy episode there. What was that? An hour and a half. Well, it's been about an hour and forty-five. Oof. Oh my life! It's a long one. So. I will just say, please go to our website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. We've got reviews up there of like Quantum Break, Dirt, Rally, uh, Track Day Manager. I've got loads more, but I can't think of any at the minute. We're on Patreon, so please support us at patreon.com slash O-U-G. We have an official store at bluecyborg.com. Just search One Up Gaming and you'll find like, t-shirts and mugs. You can get 10% off at customcontrollers. No. It's at uk.co.uk. It's 10% off at customcontrollersuk.co.uk with the discount code 1UPGAMING, all one word. And you can get 5% off at funstock.co.uk with the discount code 1UP, all one word, all uppercase. We have Amazon links on the website, so if you want to order anything from Amazon, please go to the website, oneupgaming.co.uk, click on the link, it takes you straight to Amazon, and because Amazon know we're advertising, I mean, you've come through us, we get a small percentage of that sale. Yay! So, yeah, that'd be great. We're also on Facebook, YouTube. If you want to go to them, just search One Up Gaming when you're on them, or just go to our website, and we've got tabs at the top of the screen that will take you directly to them. We're on Twitter, so if you want to tweet us, it's at OUGOfficial. Or if you want to email us any questions, any comments, please email it to contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. We're on Twitch, which... I haven't really done nothing on Twitch for ages. <laughs> I don't know if it's just just because my Xbox is dying, but it won't do the Twitch stream anymore. Oh, really? For the Xbox. Okay. And the PS4 is crap at it. Yeah, it's not the greatest Twitch app, to be fair. No, it's horrible. The Xbox One was amazing. I loved it. But but anyway, twitch.tv slash OUG official. We might start doing some other bits and bobs on there. And... The podcast itself, I'm just now promoting the iTunes links. So please search for us, just search One Up Gaming. And, well, I guess it's the One Up Gaming podcast. And we've also got OUG Talks as well. Please subscribe to us and give five stars or any positive feedback. It basically just helps with the rankings when people are searching as I've started a new hosting sort of uh, new sites hosting the podcast so we've gone from having like 20 reviews down to zero so that's all fun and that my friends is it so it's been me david and uh, mr zach not gravy thanks for listening garvey it is yes it is thanks thanks for listening it's been it's been it's been lovely so uh, thank you all lovely and we'll see you next week hey guys Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, 
maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. OUG Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better. <laughs>